forget to follow us on all of our social media. We are Culture of Splife pretty much everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, um, you know, anywhere you want us to be, we're there. All right, Josh, sporting, sporting a shirt there. How are you feeling today? Yes. He's rocking Pittsburgh them. Steelers, right? Started the season two and six. And, you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to pull off the, the playoff victory in the battle of the third strings down in Miami. But, uh, you know, it was, it was awesome to beat up on the Cleveland Browns. And uh, nine and eight. So Tomlin's streak continues 16 straight years. And I saw that prior to Tomlin coming in, Cower had a streak of three as well. So we're second overall, I believe, to Belichick. I think Belichick had 21 years in a row, and we've had 19. So obviously, our record uh, can still grow to beat Belichick, because uh, as a Steeler fan, I like to beat Belichick anytime I can. So uh, unfortunately, we didn't make the playoffs, like I said. But then the Chicago Bears got to play football and uh, got to lose. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, What's that, right? So that, take it. That's right. Absolutely. So when uh, we traded Cancer Claypool, it, uh, it was <laughs> – we, we really didn't know what we were going to get for him. You know, the Bears was, were playing pretty well. They just weren't winning. But do you all know that they're one in seven in one-score games this year? So they have – what's that? It means they don't know how to win. Exactly. That means they certainly don't know. So how they to have uh, some pretty significant potential, but by being one and seven in one score games, they became the worst team in the NFL, thanks to the uh, Indianapolis Colts safety letting the ball go directly through his hands for a touchdown on fourth and twenty. But <laughs> so now that second round pick that. Shout out to those angry Texans. <laughs> so fans. that second round pick that the Steelers were getting for Chase Claypool has now turned into the first pick in the second round. So we have the 17th pick as well as the, what is that, 33rd? The, yeah, 33rd pick. 30, so a uh, great day pick, to yeah. be a Steeler fan. Obviously young young team, young quarterback, but uh, very pleased with the 7-2 and two finish to end the season. Hey, death taxes and Steelers playing good down the stretch is the way I right. said that in the last couple Lamar, of episodes. And Lamar so. being injured, you know, for <laughs> both games. We only won one, but that helped. Look, as a 49ers fan, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to break your heart and say that the seventh round is where all the talent is. Just throwing that out there. You get studs, especially <laughs> if you have the last yeah, one well. in the draft. Yeah, that's for sure. Shout out to Trent Dilfer 2.0 with the Ravens in yep. 2001. <laughs> hey, that's oh yes, one of the greatest game that, managers of all say, time. Um, that that's a topic altogether. You know, is the like we had we had Black <laughs> Monday right um, yesterday where all the coaches you know they lose their jobs and everything. And, um, you know, it, yeah. and, and, and you have that. But, but what you have to look forward to after the draft is going to be where all of these quarterbacks are going to land, right? 
because because you've got you know yep. take my 49ers for example jimmy garoppolo is not going to be on our roster next right. year i mean no way hands down no. where does he go well he's probably going to go somewhere you know like the jets or i don't know where i'm just saying now there you know now you've got two maybe three quarterbacks that are leaving there going elsewhere you know like where where do all these folks land that's almost uh that's almost a future topic we're gonna have to think about that one and uh make a board drew's big board mm -hmm. that's what we'll call it and i'll have i'll have a big big whiteboard behind me and and all the all the landing spots where i believe uh quarterbacks are uh are gonna be but um but you know yeah because it's gonna be a lot the, yeah, right, exactly. kind of like coaching right they call it the coaching carousel we can mm -hmm. call this the quarterback dominoes mm -hmm. Think, think Domino's will pick us up and sponsor us that? Probably. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We have 600 followers yeah, on that'd Facebook be great. now. Yep. <laughs> right. We coming up. One of them has to be a Domino's owner somewhere, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's actually yeah. likely. Um, I, I, I have a friend that's a Domino's owner, so it, it's possible that that could be. That's so, right. So whoever yep. you are, Engage we're going a gift line. card. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> the quarterback dominoes. Yeah, there we go. So, so Mr. Drew, speaking of the 49ers, you got to be feeling pretty good about him. We are. Playoffs. The only negative thing I can say, and Rod, you know, you're, you're the, the master of bracketology. And, you know, I always say this every time, right? Going into the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, you know, how many games do you have to win in a row to win, you know, the the, the big show, right? How many games do you have to win in a row? Yep. Then that, that terrifies me right now. As a 49ers fan, we started the season three and four, and now, you know, mm -hmm. end up on a 10-game win streak uh, at, at, the, at the end of the season. So, yep. you know, how many times do you flip the coin and it lands on heads? Um, let, let's hope that we've got – we've got five or six more in us right um because uh it's uh it's gonna be tough it, it really is um playing the seahawks for a third time pete carroll's a very crafty coach i don't like that <laughs> matchup i would have much rather played the packers or the lions or the commanders or anybody <laughs> but um but yeah um the, on the on the plus side i am I am on a high note. You mentioned earlier Belichick streak's gone, right? We know that. Belichick ends up winning eight games yep. this season. That's fantastic. But him and Tom Brady combined got a 16-win season, which was what they were going for the whole time they were together. So that is <laughs> great news for, for Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. They're still, still out there winning 16 games. Congratulations to them. Um, it made us all happy. Unfortunately, one of them wound up in the playoffs somehow. I don't know which. And go figure if he like makes a Super Bowl run. Well, I mean, he they they couldn't have asked for anything better. They got the Dallas Cowboys, who are guaranteed to choke I, on the road. It's all something today, though. That's a guarantee. That the Dallas Cowboys have a pattern of winning and losing this year, and if the pattern completes itself, I don't have it in front of me, mm -hmm. but if the pattern completes itself after they lose one, they win four in a row. So I'm calling on it now. Dallas Cowboys are Super Bowl champions. No. Well, you know, <laughs> as, as ridiculous as this sounds, like this is a legit statistic, unlike yours that 
was made up out of thin air. Uh, <laughs> so no, it's actually real. No, I, I, I don't disagree. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know it is because of this stat, actually. You know, the Dallas Cowboys have the best record against teams that are above 500. Like, like teams versus 500, mm -hmm. you know, they, they have – they have the best record. And um, Tampa Bay, there's only six teams out there that have a winning record versus teams that are above 500. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys are the best, I think, with a 5-1 and one record against teams that are above 500. So, yeah, so that, for that's, that's what I was going to say. Bay. This is the ultimate, like, blind spot thing for a Cowboys matchup, right, is the fact that they get they get to go against the team with the losing record. Um, yeah, that has Tom, that Brady. Has Tom Brady. And lots Brady. of weapons on that team. <laughs> I don't even think Tom Brady's the, the best part of that team at all at this point. No. 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 Uh, I, I did see one other thing about the Cowboys. They are like one in five this year uh, on, on like grass on the road. That's only true. Win was against the like, fun, the fun fact about the um the the Buccaneers though, you know, they are um they're the opposite. They've only won one game against a team above five hundred, and it was the Cowboys. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> opening game. So, of the season. <laughs> well, we are at least guaranteed that Dak Prescott Man. will throw an interception. I watched That's a true. good bit of that Redskins game. Wow, he looked awful. <laughs> Unbelievable. How does, how does Jerry World turn everybody into Tony Romo? That's what I want to know. <laughs> that's a good – uh, I didn't see the, uh, the Bucks-Falcons game since I was obviously watching the, uh, the Steelers-Browns. But I heard at one point that Tom Brady had 13 completions for just over 80 yards before they took him out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they treated it like a preseason <laughs> game. Yeah, I don't even know why he played, really. I mean. Yeah, once you clinch, I mean, when you're in a position like that where you're in a deficit of seven games yeah. to clinch the top seed – and you have one game left, there shouldn't be a starter out there. Um, in fact, no. part of me, you know, as a 49ers fan, you know, we're starting a 30, our third string quarterback. Like, you know, we don't have the depth anymore um, that we had. We're relatively healthy mm -hmm. in other positions, but it's still scary. Um, I, I get we were playing for the, the, the week off is essentially what we were playing for, um, but it involved somebody losing. So it, it sort of was like, yeah, yeah, uh, it was sort of giants a mixed that up bag for me, like knowing the Giants were there, right? You know, like, okay, really? <laughs> the, the, the Giants, like that's what we're riding on there. Uh, but I still think our second string could have beat the Cardinals. <laughs> I, I mean – all the way around. Again, I don't yeah. know who we put in at quarterback, but, you know, probably Shanahan himself goes in there and chunks a couple downfield. I mean, you could have just taken somebody out of the crowd and just said, yeah, hey, it's quarterback night. And, you know, just, that who was the quarterback, quarterback for Arizona? Who anyway? 
That's it wasn't uh, Trace McSorley, oh, who it had been against <laughs> the Cowboys. I don't know. But that oh, flea goodness, flicker was, was pretty it? nice to uh, old man AJ for the touchdown. <laughs> I don't remember who that so, was. Drew's got us fact checking us. Yeah. Yeah, I was about I'm to say, yeah. There. I was going to say, it's running, running a little slow tonight. Truth be told, I wasn't actually expecting to look anything up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could name these guys and you don't know them. So, uh, it was Josh Crago and Brian yeah. Bradley. No, I'm but, just kidding. Uh, David David Blow? Yeah. Oh, yes. David Blau. Blau. That's right. David Blau. And, oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. And from then, Purdue. David Blau. Then after that, his that was two right. interceptions, uh, Trace McSorley. Oh, McSorley did yeah. come in. Yeah. They, they, they circled back to him. Speaking of looking things up, Craig Go. We can't get enough. <laughs> Our listeners can't get enough. Our commenters can't get Man, enough. We need to we need to step it up because after the Jordan, what what we got after this the, week? After Man, the Jordan tell trivia, what we, we fallen got. short of a million views. You know, so we really need to step it up this week. So hopefully, I got some good ones. That's right, absolutely. I got so full faith in you. today's trivia is about Deion Sanders. Prime time, prime time. Deion Sanders played for nine teams and that is a combination of the nfl and major league baseball name those nine professional teams a lot of stops That's a lot of stops well when you're doing them um like he did you know doing two at the time it adds up Right. Quick, right. It does. Yeah. In the same day. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I mean, so much so that there was a 30 for 30 about him playing football and uh, baseball in the same day because he had the Falcons game, if you guys recall, or uh, that time. And then, uh, and then he had to go in for the, uh, for the playoffs, right. that, that, that 30 for 30 we had. That was, I mean, like, when they can make a 30 for 30 what's, about you being able to do that. What's crazy about that, crazy. guys, yeah, like, so. think about it. So, I don't, I don't know if you guys um, – I, I, I wasn't a Falcons fan, but, like, you, you couldn't miss the god-awful Georgia Dome, right? You saw it from the interstate. Um, and at that time, they were in Atlanta Fulton County Stadium is where the Braves were, which is – which, Correct. seriously, you could walk between the Georgia Dome and Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Um, you know, that, like, I'm sure he probably had like a, uh, you know, it's prime time. So he probably had a stretch golf cart to get him there, you know, or something. Uh, cause you wouldn't even hit a car for that. I don't think, mm. um, but <laughs> I don't, I don't think you could logistically pull that off now because of the, of where <laughs> the Mercedes Benz stadium is at that the Falcons play in and the SunTrust fields that. I don't think that there would be enough time because of traffic. Right. And No. If you recall, he played the baseball game oh, that time. Out was of town. it? I, I was thinking it was – I think it was – I was just thinking it was in town. I, mean, yeah. I haven't watched the 30. Although, now that I think about it, 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 it could have easily worked out yeah. for him as far as baseball went. So, but but – 
This was where, actually where was a playoff it? game that was out of town. Oh. Okay. It was okay. in Pittsburgh. See, I can't believe y'all giving away two of the teams that easily. You know, nobody would have come up with those two. Nobody knew well, those two. Well, but, but see, those here's the thing about it. It's nine of them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, most of the people who are who are listening probably, to this probably <laughs> saw that thirty for thirty. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, we were good on 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 the football ones, but I don't know the, the yeah. baseball that that was that was interesting. So well, we'll, we'll see we'll see, no, we'll see what uh, what everybody was, comes uh, up was with pretty there. well. I don't know that team wasn't so much famous the 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 one that he played on in baseball. I, I feel like they weren't. Super noteworthy, right? What season was that? Yeah, uh, the, when he when he did both of them, uh, that was in nineteen ninety. Was it ninety one? Uh, okay, was like so that October was the worst 91. to first year. So that one had mm -hmm. something because the Braves. I was thinking, uh, it was, you know what? Yeah. Excuse me, that's, it was ninety two. That's what I'm sorry, I was, was thinking. 92. It was the season after that he didn't play because I think we had uh, we had Otis Nixon in the outfield. Yeah, yeah it was ninety two. So it was October ninety. Old dude, he looked like he was seventy five years old playing for the Atlanta Braves. Otis Nixon did. He wasn't even that old. I'm older than he was now. Like, yeah, he like, really did. Kids, my, they're <laughs> probably looking at me like, oh, you're seventy two too, right? I mean, he was still stealing bases as a <laughs> right. septuagenarian. I think it was 34 that year or something like that. <laughs> I mean, which is an older baseball player, but not horrible. And, all right. And remember, all the, all the listeners that are here with us live, remember, don't cheat. Anybody can do a Google search, right? Use your head. Give us your best answer. Exactly. There could be a gift exactly. card in it for you. Who knows? Man. And I have to think, even if you did cheat it on that be. one with nine answers, like, you're going to have to, like, that's going to be, like, even Wikipedia, yeah. it's going to be difficult <laughs> to find that. It's a research paper at this point. Either you know it or you yeah. don't. Yeah. There you go. I mean, yeah. And, and for our listeners, it makes it that's so right. much fun for the comments when that's you don't cheat. right. Because <laughs> some of the answers for other. the Jordan trivia, I was just cracking up. People oh, just making great. up numbers. I loved it. Great. My favorite's been zero. Like, was that a typo? Did you did you mean that? And you couldn't even That's do right. the single Robert zero back then. It had to be double zero. Yeah. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Great go. That's right. Speaking of numbers. So that what's other that trivia other, question what's that other trivia question is there is only one NBA player that played against the 72 and 10 Chicago Bulls and the 73 and 9 Golden State Warriors. Who was that? That's a That's doozy. Crazy. I I wouldn't in a million years have have gotten that <laughs> without Google. <laughs> Or again, mm -hmm. random random trivia that you scroll through on Facebook. See, that's the thing we don't give the answers, so like people just fight it out in the comments. And that's right. And uh, yeah. you you know what though? It's one of those where when you're just thinking about it, just like our you know your initial reaction is like, oh my goodness, wow. But 
you know, whoever can get it correct. It may be one of those situations just like, okay. Right. It's not impossible. Well, somebody did it. To get it. But it will make you think. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have known it. Had you asked me the question, I would have known it for certain. Because was it bec that's when I was watching it taken me a minute, basketball. But I would have And I know that player was still playing in what, 2017? Is that when the Warriors were 73 and 9? About. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That was, it was around that time. I'm not even going to be. I'm not even, if you're past 94 on your NBA trip, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Don't ask me. I don't know. I can't say that. 96. So, yeah, I mean, there was literally like a 20 year yeah. gap between those two teams. That's right. That's, that's, so that's all I have stuff. from, that's all I have from the trivia corner today. Let's see the comments comments that's right so like like we're saying listeners comment get in there i mean interact engage and for you guys that do get it correct there may be something in it for you just like there might be in. you know i've had drawings on my channel before um you know the the real drew talbert social media i've had drawings i normally let gavin do the drawings um whenever we do it so uh so we might have to uh if we if we ever you know because I think I think people will ultimately get it right and then the, somebody else will see the answer and then go oh that's the right answer and just copy their answer I mean I do that in the comment yep. section I don't know if y'all do it just makes me look mm -hmm. smart right? right and it sure. boosts my ego it makes me mm. feel good it cures my depression <laughs> really um, so you know if we ever have to go to drawings maybe that's what we can do invite our kids we've all got kids. So, uh, so Gavin won't be the only one yep. doing uh, doing drawings. Um, so we'll uh, we'll have to do that if, uh, if we've got a tie. We can have a tiebreaker and uh, and do that. Obviously, one of the rules, guys, that you you have to throw out there is you have to follow us on social media because yeah. here's why people tell you that. Okay, I'm I'm the one minor social media influencer that'll give you the secrets. The reason why, why people say you have to follow us is because I can't message a random stranger in on social media, right? It just goes to like junk folder. You see it six years later, like it doesn't work. So you have to follow so that we can, we can follow you and then message you. And, you know, we're like friends at that point. So, so be mindful. You got to follow us to enter into any drawing or it, it's not going to work, Definitely. right? Must follow to win. Yeah, and then the, the other cool thing, that's right, and the other cool thing is we're going to shout right. you out on the next on the next episode. That's right, yeah, we, we have, have to do shout that. Out the I mean, and, and, you know, we if we do a drawing, we have to do mm -hmm. it, like, either live or recorded and share it to get more build up right. so somebody else can see it. I mean, the, the last drawing that Gavin did for me, it was it was amazing. Um, you know, I, I had, I had, I had put a follower milestone up, right. Um, had just had a, uh, had a, a video go viral for one of the, one of the dumbest topics ever, one of the dumbest topics ever. Okay. So, so I had a video go viral, probably the first one I ever had that, that had any kind of viralness to it, you know, cause like not everybody's like the culture of Splife and their first video gets a million views, right. <laughs> 
just doesn't happen. So, so most of the time you get like three views, four views, like five views and six views. And then you get like one that has a thousand and you think you've struck it big, like you're big time. You start wearing the sunglasses, you know, you're, you're, you're big time at that point. But I had one that went from like the thousand mark. I was floating a thousand. It went like 64,000, if I'm not mistaken. And guys, it was, it was literally about Android versus Apple. That's that's what it was about. Like, if you mention Android versus Apple on your channel, like people are people people are ready to just duke it out in the comments. It's oh, those fighting words. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like blue no versus matter, green. No matter what <laughs> side you pick, you're on the wrong side in the comment section. So, right. so what, Is anybody what side? on the android side though is anybody on that side well look there I like have a five people that use androids i have a confession to make <laughs> I, I used to be an android user whoa i really did so um uh, before i met you guys way back in the day i um i was actually a uh, a verizon not a Verizon employee, but I worked for Verizon. I was a retailer, right? You know, that sold the cell phones. Mm -hmm. And um, you guys, I'm guessing, are probably both with AT&T. Yeah. And, and most yeah. people don't remember this because this was so many years ago. It was like almost a decade ago. Verizon didn't actually have the iPhone. I remember that. They no, they didn't. The That's correct. The iPhone 4. Oh, wow. Oh. So I was all about androids and here i am slinging androids people are coming in asking me if we have the iphone i don't have the iphone so i got to sell them on droids that was my job i had to sell them on the droid wow i, I mean when when an android user gets in a text thread with me case in point my son plays travel soccer and we wanted to title the text group Birmingham UFC, his his soccer team. And you can't do that if you have a, a green person. And it's extremely frustrating. And then say yep. you want to move someone out of the chat or they want to move themselves out, they can't do it. You're you're in the it's like a gang. Once you're initiated, you're in for life unless you leave the gang and go start a new text thread. That's the only only way to do it. And a lot of people like to have like little pretty pictures, you know, maybe of the, the soccer logo or something like that. And you can't do that either. Mm -hmm. So all the green people out there, move, move, blue, go blue. I, I, I think I'm, I love the fact that you just <laughs> said that once you're in, you're in for life, like a gang there. I mean, it's like, I mean, we're we're just we're we're channeling NWO here. You know, here. <laughs> you know the number one Android blog back in the day. I don't know if it still is, but it used to be the number one Android blog was actually called Droid Life. That mm. legitimately was the name of it. It it yeah. was a wow. it was a club. It was a, it was the cool kid club. Was okay. Droid Droid Life like it told you about all the new updates that you were gonna get. Um, that, so to me, that's the advantage of a droid is if there is new technology that's out there, you're going to get it 
first. Like, I'm talking like you got NASA astronauts, then droid users, then the iPhone's going to get it. Um, if, if the droid users survive, if it doesn't like blow up underneath your pillow, that's that's what's going to happen is is the the droid users get it before apple does they get to be the uh the test audience but uh, you know guys we know at the end of the day they're all going to get the same stuff right you know droids always have the faster computing processor the nuts and bolts on the back end are way easier to modify um it's why we all have pcs at our desk and not macs right because apple's all about proprietary you know <laughs> droids are not they let you go in there and dive in. So for the tech guys out there, you know, that's how I had to sell them was to the tech guys. And what's funny to me, now that I am an Apple user, these guys are using the same tactics to tell me about how my iPhone sucks that I use to sell them their Android phones. And the question should be, why did I swap? Because I did, right? You know? I was on both sides of the fence. Now here I am. <laughs> Situational irony. So, so we have a divided household here. My my wife's a Droid user, and I'm an iPhone user. You know, so. But here's the thing: Droids get viruses easier. She picked up a virus on her Droid. So that's so why I said so there, because she she swears by her Droid. And for me, the only Droid that I would be down with is. R2-D2. Now, not even C-3PO. <laughs> He's a little annoying. <laughs> so, so I mean, but they get a lot of the, the viruses. I will say this, though. I do like the picture quality of the droid. I, I'm not going to lie on that one. I, I'll, I'll give you guys that one. But then it's just not user-friendly. Like, if you're north of, of 50 years old, it's not, it's not as user-friendly to me. The droid isn't. And then just like with, 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 with uh, Josh, most of my friends are iPhone users. If we get that one person that doesn't have a, that, that has a droid, right. it's green right. all of a sudden in our chats instead of it being blue. Yep. Lori Parker, I saw you just get on here live with us. What do you have, an Apple or an Android? Don't be afraid to comment. Yep, we got we to gotta know who has, who has an right. Apple or, or an Android. That's right, so, Eric Knowlton, you out there? Right. You still have your streak alive, speaking of Mike Tomlin? Eric Knowlton, you out there? Shout out. Comment. Day, Day one. Day one. Where you at? That's good. I can't pull up a viewer list, guys, so I don't know who's out there. I know somebody's out there, but until they comment. We even had a like earlier pop up, and I wasn't showing anybody in, so it's just, you know. Yeah, Lori just texted me, iPhone. You've got, I mean, you hey, know, Lori, if, if you click on the, the page there we go. On, the, on the home screen that you're on, it'll bring up another page and it'll say comment at the bottom. So you can type in there. Of course, some folks can tune in via their TVs, right? On Facebook Watch, stuff like that. That's true. So, so if you're watching us from the Culture of Splat page, you can't, you can't really comment unless you're, you know, in here. Um, PC and cell phone is the way to do it because my wife will pop in and out um, from time to time, and uh, sometimes she's on the TV. I, and you know that's what I think those viewers are that like I can't see <laughs> that are in here. It's like you're there, but the only mm. people I can pull up is Rod Bradley and Josh Crego. I see the number, but I don't see the people. So, 
You know what else? Uh, you know, I was just uh, me and my wife. We like to play like these trivia games against each other. Like back in the day, we play like what were they like Ruzzle and Trivia Crack and all these other type of things. Yeah, I know. No, slightly nerdy, right? But you know, it was a, it was a way to just compete against each other. And I would have to wait on her forever because of droids having like ten million. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is is a thing. But but you. You can get ad blockers that will 100% block ads on Android, and they don't work all the way on Apple. So that's that's one bonus there, because again, the back end of the software. The the downside to it, though, is the fact that uh, you can give up so many app permissions that uh, you know if you're not paying close attention on a Droid, that you know all of a sudden the like you said you're getting a virus or you've given up your contact list to some dude in Russia who's emailing everybody now with your email address. Yep. It, All right. So I'll say that the debate is closed <laughs> and it's clear that the iPhones won this debate. That's right. Yep. I mean, this wasn't Yanni so, against Laurel. This is gold this dress versus black and blue. Let's <laughs> let's let's just you know what I want. I want I, I, you know imagery here, imagery here. I want I, I I want you to. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a cue on this one, okay? And I want you to repeat that same phrase. All right, all right. We had an Apple versus Android debate. Josh, what happened? I want you what happened? To repeat, I want you to repeat what you just said. Oh, okay, gotcha. Apple clearly won this debate. Like, there are no two ways about it. Rod is an Apple user. I'm an Apple user. You used to be an Android user, and you've come over to the blue side. Right, so That's right. all three of us are That's Apple right. users. We've talked about the, the group chats being an issue. We've talked about viruses, right? Cybersecurity, so important. So all those other things aside, cybersecurity, people getting into your phones, you can't allow that to happen. So Absolutely. it's clear that Apple has Thank won you. this debate. There's a reason that I made you do that and you'll see it. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you, TikTok's not gonna like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome There's not android users on tiktok i'm just throwing that out there so so on this podcast right now iphone is the <laughs> there, you go. there you go i don't you know i'm seriously on tiktok i've done this you know i told you guys about the one i've had another couple that's got 16 17,000 views um, anytime I see the debate, like I'm going to chime in there because I know I can at least get 25 people to fight with me. Like, <laughs> I don't care what it is. I could, yeah, I could say that I'm doing this on my, on my, on my Android phone and, and all the Apple people are going to come attack me vice versa. Like it's like, and I'll have my own friends <laughs> You know, because I follow like 9,000 people on TikTok. That's who I follow. And a lot of those people are very engaged with me. Like, talk to me, you know, daily, if you know, in comments and things like that. And they'll hop right in. 
and they'll start attacking people. They'll side with me. They'll side with the person in the comments against me. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's divisive. Almost as amazing as that national championship yesterday, huh? <laughs> I can I can proudly say that I was I was at a WWE event not watching that game. Um, did you guys watch the whole whole oh. national championship game? Yes, I was. I have one thing. question that I oh, need an no, answer to. How did TCU even score the seven points? They actually, yeah, busted coverage. Hey, yeah. It was like a busted coverage, and uh, and they got like a sixty-yard gain, yep. and then on third and yeah, two, and the ball wasn't even thrown to Johnson. Johnson was double teamed, and nobody picked up the outside receiver. He was wide open, uh, made a pretty good play on the ball, and then shook his guy and got another what fifteen twenty yards, Rod, to get down there, and then a little RPO. Yeah. Uh, yep. What's his name? Max Duggar, Duggan, something like that. Duggan. Yeah. Yep. Walked into the end zone. Duggan. Max Duggan. Uh huh. Yep. So it's like, yeah, sixty-five <laughs> to seven is really, really bad, right? But they only ran seven plays in Georgia territory for the game. They had thirty-six rushing yards for the game. I would tell you that the guy that came in with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter, I think his number was 22 for Georgia, running like a tank, got that touchdown. Yeah. I bet he had more than 36 yards in two possessions. I mean, I mean they, they literally got to a point where the, uh, the water boys scored, and then he decided with the towel boys just to take the knee, but they were threatening. Yes, and I had a loyal listener. Uh, Steve Altman at my house watching the watching the game yesterday and he had a quote that I, I feel should be used on the podcast today he said even if the game had been two-hand touch Georgia still would have won on both touchdowns where Stetson Bennett ran into the end zone the first one he had to make a little move to get into the end zone but the second one he had a receiver and a tackle ready to block for him and they were just running with him it was like a little convoy Kind of like the kick six, if you remember that. You know, not really much blocking, just uh... <laughs> too soon, Rod, too soon. <laughs> it is always too soon but he, for Bama. He didn't get touched on either one of those runs. Amazing. He even commented in the in his, uh, in the post game. He was just like, yeah, yeah. Right. I, 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 shout out to my line. They didn't even touch me. I mean, like when when the runner is surprised by the fact that nobody is touching him, that just kind of tells you just the – I don't even want to say really the gravity of the situation, but in their case, more uh, like the reality yeah. of the – I mean, how many there millions were... of dollars do you think Quentin Johnson lost yesterday? One catch for three yards. <laughs> so now you're playing big boy uh, competition. Uh, is that his name, Quentin Johnson? Yeah, you're playing big boys now. What you got? Yeah, One Johnson, catch yeah. for three yards on the national stage. There were three. There were three Georgia I, I players that had more rushing them. yards by themselves <laughs> than TCU did as a team. Uh, Kenny McIntosh, Branson Robinson, and Stetson Bennett. Um, <laughs> all three. Yeah. Uh, did you say number twenty? Is that the one you were? I thought it was twenty-two. 
22. Oh, 22. That was Branson Robinson. Yeah, he he did, definitely. Um, he was at 42 yards. Stetson Bennett at 39. We did have uh, oh. uh, Savon Clark, who had 35. So he was one short. Kendall Milton was three short of, of TCU yardage. Um, I don't know, you know, we've got one, two, three, four, eight players that, uh, that were over 10 yards rushing, um, for the Bulldogs. Like if you can't yep. stop that rushing game at that point, like that, you know, the score is going to get ran up, right? When you've got eight players that's running the ball, it's, it's going to happen. Oh yeah. I mean, that means it was, it was essentially tryout night after a certain point in the, in the game when you when right. you got who's going to the combine okay you, you guys are all right so all of you guys y'all are playing for for rank next season like you know and i would even throw it down as to yep. you know like did anybody declare for the transfer portal in the middle of the game like <laughs> you know to to just on, on either team i mean you know what i'm saying like you know was was this guy that you know lad mcconney McCon he was he like was he like questioning? Like, I'm thinking about transferring, and they were like, "What if we let you play in the national championship game?" All right, run the ball, son. And then he picks up 14 yards, and he's like, "This is the best feeling ever." I'm staying in Georgia. Hey, crazy story about Lad McConkey. How about His that? Dad played yeah. for the Giants. He actually did not. He did not. I looked that up last what? night. No relation to him at all. Yes. Yes. Now, I did what? get it off of Wikipedia. And remember, Wikipedia told us that Sinbad died like 20 years ago. So, <laughs> yeah, so take oh, it with yes, a drink. Right. So, you mean there's another possession receiver exactly. out here named McConkey exactly right. not related now, to Phil McConkey? I believe his dad wow. played for West Georgia. One of one, – no, his dad played high school football as a quarterback. And I believe his uncle or his okay. brother played FCS, but no Phil McConkey. I couldn't okay. believe it. Yeah. Oh, yep. Man. But no, Drew, Lad McConkey was actually a really good receiver. He got hurt in the SEC championship. And so he didn't, I don't believe he played in the playoff or maybe he did. It was a need. He, he did. He had like a, he played like a, he was on a pitch count. Yeah. Uh, yeah, against Ohio State and like a catch or two. Absolutely. And then so shout out to uh, Sonny Dykes. <laughs> Sonny Dykes made the comment of it must be nice to play in the SEC and play a cupcake in week 10. He failed to mention how they played some team that I didn't even know was a college football team. I didn't even know they it was a college, much less a football team. And I can't remember the name of it. The but University it was, Michigan it was it was a couple weeks ago that's right that's right yeah so <laughs> what was so funny was reading all of the comments that the TCU players were making after the game like oh I wish we were on the level of an Alabama or a Georgia um we got our blanks kicked you know all these different things so it's just amazing how they went in so confident and then yeah, I mean, what, what what Dykes failed to mention, he, he was talking about the playing the cupcakes in week 10, but I guess the <laughs> ultimate cupcake was the championship game. Exactly. Yeah, it's something else to be in the SEC and play your cupcakes in the college football playoff, right? 
Um, look, I don't, you know, I can't give a, yep. okay, so let's, let's defend TCU for a second. Um, it was obviously the officiating. <laughs> I can't even, I, I was going to try <laughs> to keep a straight face when I said that. Um, but okay, seriously, like I, I, I said like probably sixth game of the season. I was like, I don't know the SEC's got it this year. Um, and of course I'm basing that off the West cause who looks at those Yahoo's in the East anyway? Um, and I was like, I don't, I don't think the SEC's yeah. got it. And I was, I was right in that standpoint, um, you know, because I, I was, I was literally watching an SEC game when, when I was, it was Auburn is who it was. I forget who we were playing, but, um, but you know, you look at that game, and, and, and it, that game can't be. Like that game, there's a story there that we will never know what the heck happened. Georgia isn't that good, guys. I hate to break it to us. They're not yeah. blowout TCU. Like I'm looking at it. I see the score in front of me. I see it 65 to 7. There's, they're not that good. And the reason why I say they're not that good is Missouri, Kent State, Kentucky, um, any team that they played, they didn't even beat Auburn that bad, and Auburn fired their coach. No. Right. They didn't even beat You know, there, there's bad. something there that happened. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it was. It, it was just a really bad matchup, considering obviously Georgia, you know, expended like eight right. lives in that uh, Ohio State game to win that one. So they're dialed in. And as physical as Georgia is versus the scheme and, and how TCU plays, it's just bad. Now, here's the thing about this matchup. Everybody's going to say TCU doesn't belong. It shows how, how awful this was. Now, if we were in the BCS era where we had the formulas that spit out number one and two, we absolutely had this argument hands down, right? But here's the thing that – and I know all the talking heads were just going off about Alabama should have been there. I'm an Alabama person, okay? Alabama should have been there. Show that it's proved it. What is what in the world's going on here? But TCU actually had to win a game against an undefeated Michigan team to get to this point. So it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, I mean, from a talent standpoint, TCU does not belong on the same field with a with a, uh, a Georgia or anybody. But then at the same time, you could have made that statement about Michigan, which most people thought that TCU was going to get blown out by Michigan, and they beat Michigan. So it's one of those type of things where it's like, what can we really say at this point? Other than they just didn't show up for the championship, but they at least did prove that they belong well, in the, the game. The whole issue the comes down itself. to the way that we have divided college football out to pretend like, you know, a six and six record actually matters. And we've divided it out to say that a 10 and two record mm -hmm. is atrocious. And that isn't the best in football. Right. Um, and, and, and it's, mm -hmm. it's sad really that, that we end up with a national championship game like that, because I don't check the ratings, but I couldn't believe that second half ratings were that great for that game. I'm just saying, I'm sure they were all in the Georgia area. If I had to get, yeah, I mean, they could have literally Monday just Night Raw. That's what they should have done. I told you guys, y'all should have been there. I, I mean, you know, you could go old school with the Raiders <laughs> but, and change but the height. The thing is, though, is like <laughs> it, it is so 
asinine to me. It is insane. It blows my mind every year how on December the 16th, I'm watching Florida who gives a crap versus Hawaii in the I don't care anymore bowl. Because congratulations, yep. y'all both won six games, so y'all get to go at a bowl game to see who the better team is. Well, a two and ten team in, yep. in the SEC is better than a six and six conference USA team. Hands down, we all know it. It's it's I'm not even gonna pull punches here. It's just like matching up Purdue because they played in their conference championship game with anybody that wasn't in one of those who gives a crap bowls. Because that's who they should have been against. Yep. Because at the end of the day, it was still Purdue. Exactly. Yeah, and you lost 63 to 7 to LSU. I mean, yeah, and, and I mean, we, we're. It's really an extension of the fact that we're in a, a participation society. I mean, like you even just said, I mean, who I, I just I don't care about watching the equate trash bags, you know, bowl for the, the six and seven uh, FAU versus six and seven Eastern Michigan. But I'll tell you what, guys, uh, Georgia. Obviously, we're not Georgia fans, right? Drew and I are Auburn fans, and, and Rod is, of course, an Alabama fan. But shout out to Georgia. I feel that they are the heroes of the SEC. If you look, at, if you look back at what yes. they've done in history, obviously yesterday's game meant everything, and they beat the brakes off TCU. Of course, they, we'll call it, got lucky to beat Ohio State. But they are continuing the narrative that the SEC is by far the best conference and they're doing it by beating the likes of Cincinnati when they were undefeated two years ago when they had to play them in the Peach Bowl. Mm -hmm. Now granted Auburn Tigers didn't show up for the 2017 Peach Bowl against UCF and UCF was able to claim that they were national champions because we had a bunch of guys Carlton Davis um, mm -hmm. I know that uh Carry on Johnson barely played. He was ready for the draft too. So, yeah. but, but we shouldn't be able to make excuses like that. We shouldn't have to say that these guys should want to play to represent the sec. And Georgia did it a couple years ago against Cincinnati. Like I said, when they were undefeated and a lot of the talking heads were saying, why isn't Cincinnati in the playoff? And they beat them now, albeit it wasn't a very mm -hmm. good game. They came back and they beat Cincinnati. But the biggest one is which one, Rod? When they beat Colt Brennan in Hawaii, who everybody was talking about, why is Hawaii not getting any BCS votes? What is the deal? And that was a Georgia team that had two losses. It really was very similar to this Alabama team because they were very hot, and everybody said that the la they were the last team anybody would have wanted to play at that point. And they went in and they beat – uh, Hawaii 41 to 10. And so everybody's like, okay, okay, okay. Maybe we made a mistake talking about Cobra. Now, don't mind us. Just ignore what we said for the past like five weeks. Well, they, they don't belong after all. So, I mean, Georgia has been an, an amazing example of consistency the last couple of years, especially this year, because everybody was up and down. Obviously, Alabama had their two hiccup games at the end of the, uh, the season. Ohio State was up and down all year, even though they, they showed up for the, the semifinal. Georgia has just taken care of business week in and week out. And, and Kirby has a blueprint. And, and right now they're, 
they're the standard. And I mean, they, they're what, 29 and one over the past two years. And so you got a lot of people that will say his, this is a historically good Georgia team that we just saw this year, even though, you know, we've seen some really historic teams over time. And, and so I guess, and, and, and you know, we, we typically get into it, uh, guys, with, you know, every year that we have a champion, we start trying to say, well, how do they stack up? So pregame, we were talking about dream season. I mentioned to y'all that ESPN had in 1989. So if you're listening to ESPN, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll shout you out here. Back in 1989, there was this unbelievable technology that allowed the 78 Steelers to play against the 72 Dolphins. It was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. So I yes. ask y'all, if we could have the dream season again, who would compete against the 2022 Georgia Bulldogs in the national championship? I mean, no question for me, uh, 2001 Miami, I think one of the other ones everybody mentions as, as far as historically good teams would be the the uh, 95 uh, Nebraska team. Frazier, Lawrence Phillips. Um, yeah. I think you mentioned it. Uh, yep. And you, you mentioned it as well, uh, Craig O, in, the, uh, in, in pregame, you mentioned the 04 USC team with Leinard and, and Bush and but all who, those guys. Who was on that 01 but, Hurricanes team? That team wasn't very good, so, if I remember, right? I mean that. I mean, you start looking at the depth chart there, and you've got Ed Reed, who's backed up by Sean Taylor. So, so I mean, like if you look at your depth chart, and, and you know, rest in peace to Sean Taylor. But I, I fully believe that if Sean Taylor does not get shot and killed, he's easily one of the top uh, three. Or I four think he retires because he's not allowed to if, knock if people's heads off. <laughs> I, I mean. I mean, like six three two thirty running a four three, and but he he's Ed Reed's understudy on this team. Jeremy Shockey's the tight end, and he's backed up by Kellen Winslow. I mean, and and you start looking at the the, the depth chart here for running back, Clinton Portis, backed up by Frank Gore, backed up by Willis McGahee. It, even the fourth string back was Jared right. Payton, who played for like Walter five Payton's years in the son. NFL. So we were talking about Willis McGahee and Jared Payton. Is that, that's the scout team. Like, I actually know th this uh, before they demolished uh, Nebraska, which that was actually the, the largest margin of victory at half. I mean, the largest margin for halftime still stands. It was 34 nothing at halftime of that one. Georgia, you barely missed it. It was 38-7 at halftime here. But – the scout team quarterback for Miami to prepare for Eric Crouch was Roscoe Parrish, who was multiple year in the NFL with the Buffs. That was, and they, I mean, Ed Reed and all of them just said that he was way tougher than, <laughs> than Eric Crouch, who was a Heisman winner. I mean, I mean, like what, what? Jonathan Vilma, DJ Williams as linebackers, Vincent Wilford. I mean, it just, I, I mean, it, it, that's just the, the, the level. Mike Rump and Trail Roll and, and Philip Buchanan were all NFL cornerbacks. That was, those were your, that, those were your, your, your starters. At, I mean, that was the most, Ken Dorsey, who like practically never lost the game. Yeah. Andre Johnson, who's considered one of the greatest wide receivers around. I mean, like, that's just a that's an embarrassment of, of, of riches from a talent standpoint there. And, and I mean, 
and they just and they boat raced practically everybody that year. So I I just if 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 we look at Georgia, I so don't we think definitely, definitely have to tag ESPN and bring Dream Season back for college football. I I think I have a different request. That is a must. Instead of instead of that team, I'm gonna go more recent. How about the 2020 Alabama Crimson Tide? That like, was a very, very good. That was I just think it's too team. new for us to I mean, name because, all those all those names that you just named, right? Like I think, like we forget about that team because it was a weird year, COVID year, and everything like that. But if you compare their stats, like and 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 don't think about per game, and you're just looking at top, you know, the mass stats. It was like they played a full season. That that game i mean like will Riker, Correct. their kicker had like a hundred freaking points that season their kicker had a hundred points yes. in a shortened yes. season which he'll win the um the all-time you know leading scorer um yeah this year because uh-huh. like you know he's been Question. kicking at alabama for you know six seasons uh, and that's not even an exaggeration i'm not he's like, coming he's back exa- to come yeah back. he's coming back <laughs> Yes, he decided to change his mind. Yeah, and then, I mean, can you imagine being a, a, a cornerback and you're looking uh, over on the other side and there's uh, Jay right. Waddle and I mean, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, that team was phenomenal. The stats that they put up, I think they scored, um, like, it was it was just shy of 50 points a game, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it, it was like, about 48 no team points has a game. ever done that in the history of college football. I don't think. I, I think it's, like, hands down. But again, there's always that asterisk of it was a shortened season. But I think that's even worse when you're in the SEC because it was an all SEC schedule, and, and there were no cupcakes. Yeah. Sunny Dice, yes. uh, and of so, course, and, yeah. and of course, Josh not Najee. So Harris. the weren't the four receivers: Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, John Mechie, Jalen Waddle. Now it was. It, we, we, are you talking about for that season, or are you talking about the four that? Yeah, the four at one, one point, point in time. time that one in twenty twenty. Alabama. Judy, uh, it was. Right. It was. It was Jerry Judy, uh, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle, and Devontae Smith. That was. That was right. with, with Tua. That, that's that's who he had to throw to. I feel bad for those guys coming out of the out of out of that situation knowing that you're going to get drafted by not the best team, right? You're not going to get in a, in a, in a mm-hmm. good draft spot. I mean, mm-hmm. Tua, luckily, he got, you know, his his guy down there. But, but you know, to know that the talent that you're about to go to in the NFL isn't what you had in college, right? Like, right. that's that's absolutely nuts to consider that. Um, from any team, even even Georgia this year is going to be the same way. Um, you know, Stetson Bennett. I think he's probably already retired from the NFL at this point. Um, I'm pretty yeah. much he's already 25 years old. I, I mean, what's the customary thing for most uh, your Alabama and Georgia guys that aren't good enough to go to the NFL quarterback go like sell insurance or, or have a car Absolutely. dealership? We'll be something? seeing Stetson Bennett insurance signs whenever we get across the Georgia line. It'll transition from Alexander Shinar to Stetson yep. Bennett. Uh, 
but but you know the, those you guys like uh, you know you, you joke about it. You know you guys were talking earlier about the the folks not wanting to play those big names whenever they don't make the bowl games that they want. They don't like to play because they're afraid they're going to get hurt. You know, guys, I think NIL might be – that might be the good thing about it because you saw Alabama, who is never a dominant team in the Sugar Bowl when it's yes. not a national championship on the line. Everybody played. When I'm everybody a played. check, you got to play. So here's the thing I think is going to be a great uh, episode for us down the road. NIL, I think, will ultimately start impacting people coming oh, yeah. back to stay a lot more. I, I, I just, I, I think that's, that's. I mean, we're seeing it in. I mean, we're obviously starting to see it in the NFL. I mean, there's literally some sports now, like where we even talked about, like you know, women's basketball, where you're taking a pay cut by going to the pros, or if, and then you've got like, a lot of guys that are kind of on the fence about the NFL, like you're, you're possibly a fifth or sixth round pick or, or outside chance at the practice squad, why don't you just go ahead and take this 500 grand to come back or a million dollars or whatever it may be? Yeah, the first year of NIL, I don't think it was there. But this year moving forward, I think that money is there because, you know, especially for, for a guy like, you know, looking at a, a you know, and I know I'm going to say a small school like Auburn, um, you know, who doesn't have the, the, the talent that an Alabama has, you know, we might have a good position player here and there. We sneak into the first round every so often, but you know, if you're a, if you're a guaranteed third or fourth round pick, college is looking good, mm -hmm. right? Cause 500,000 is better yes. than 235,000. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's easy math. Correct. So, Correct. you know, I, I think that, It'll, it'll be interesting, to say the least. Now, there's nothing stopping him from tucking tail and then playing at, you know, another school, Maryland or wherever, because um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of that's going to happen, too. No doubt free agency at its best. But, yeah, I mean, so it, it's a it's an interesting debate. But, yeah, that, that Bama team was, was historic in its own right, and I think easily one of the top ten so. greatest teams I think we'll, like ever. You know, once these guys have some NFL – legs underneath them and then we realize you know we're playing madden in six years and go holy crap all those guys played from alabama you know that that's whenever whenever it, it's you know it's shocking whenever your kids are like did you know that such and such who plays for your team yep. played for alabama yeah i know that yeah i was there i watched them watched them play you know <laughs> so yeah, that's a definite who's who right there. And so speaking of who's who, Craigo. I think it's think I think it's, it's time, time. to tell them. So the, the first question that I had was Deion Sanders played for nine professional for teams between Major League Baseball and the NFL. What were those nine teams? So we'll start with the NFL. You had the Atlanta Falcons, the San Francisco. 49ers, the Dallas Cowboys, the Washington Redskins, and he finished with the Baltimore Ravens. In baseball, That's right. you had the New York Yankees, the Atlanta Braves, the Cincinnati Reds, and the San Francisco Giants. Those are the nine 
main teams that Deion Sanders played. Right. Yes. Must be the, the money. The second question was, there was one player in the NBA that played against the 72-10 and 10 Chicago Bulls, which would we say that was, Rod, 96? That was 96. a 96. Season. Uh, the 90, and the, the 73 and 9 Golden State Warriors, which we believe that was in 2016 or, yeah, 2016, 2016. 17 season. Yes. Yeah, and the answer to that question was that 20 years difference. 20 year difference. The answer mm -hmm. to that question is Kevin Garnett, KG. From Farragut Academy, and see that was the thing that got me. That's right. You know, I I initially was thinking like Vince Carter or something like that, which I mean, you know, was, but then when you say KG, that's like, it, oh, it, that's almost like that. Uh, the kicker, what was his name? Morton Anderson. Yeah. You know, like all the teams that he yes. played for and stuff. Like, you know, think of all the trivia that you could. You could morph around Morton Anderson and make people think that you're yeah. talking about Tom Brady yeah. because their careers have been about the same length. I think Morton Anderson played till he was 49, yeah. though, if I'm not mistaken. I was going to say 47, but 49 sounds good. I, yeah, he was. I might he be was thinking 49, 49, or you know, NFL could be, but yeah, he might be right. Him and, him and was, another guy, I forget 40s, what though. his name was. Um, George Blanda. That's George not who Blanda. I was thinking of. Robbie Gold's got to be getting up there, doesn't he? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, Robbie Gold, like sadly, is, is the second oldest player um, in the in the NFL. Like that's um, and uh, and 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 he um, he actually isn't that much older than Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's hit. He might have hit forty. Rodgers is. Th 39. I looked yeah, that Rod up the other day. Rogers is uh, Rogers is 39. Oh. I know that um, because you know I've got posters all over my house for my son. But um, but yeah, I uh, I think uh, I think Gold is uh, is is still in his 30s. I don't think he's hit 40 yet. Did y'all see who Aaron Rodgers is dating? Hmm. Okay. Whoa. No. This is like cringe 101 right here. He is supposedly dating the daughter of the Milwaukee Bucks. That's why I know how old Aaron Rodgers is, because I looked it up the other day. So Aaron Rodgers is 39, wow. and the Bucks owner's daughter is 26. Now, in this day and age, that's no big deal. But if you think about it, Aaron Rodgers has probably known this girl since she was like between 8 and 10 years old, since Aaron Rodgers has been tied to the Bucks. For years and that is creepy what it's even wow. crazier to think about <laughs> is the fact that she wasn't born at the beginning of um of uh of uh, tom brady's career <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the best part what was that stat you said the other day drew okay. The, yeah, the, the, well, now it's a little bit different. Now there have been more days passed yes. since Tom Brady was drafted than have passed since Tom Brady was born, right? right? So, so, so we, yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. 
He, he's been in the NFL more days yep, than yep, he yep. was alive he's, he's prior past to that point, Which, again, is, is crazy to think about because, again, we had guys – like, he's not the oldest person to ever play football, right? Um, and have a career, I'm talking, like, longevity. Because, mm -hmm. again, we had Morton Anderson, kicker that is, is going to come to me in a minute um, once we get off here. That uh, that you know, but again, they're normally kickers. They're not. They're not. Yes, Gary. that was. I think it may have been Gary yeah. Anderson. Gary, Gary Anderson. Anderson left the Minnesota Vikings out of the Super Bowl. Should have been the Vikings and the Broncos instead of the yep. Falcons and the Broncos. But one of the most accurate kickers in the NFL yep. missed a kick. Yep. Almighty yep. Casey struck out. That's it. Hmm. Absolutely. So, Drew, you ready to sign us off? No, because I, I, I don't do that. That's not my yeah. job. Yeah, you, you know you know the routine. Craig All goes. right, y'all. So, uh, obviously, this is a very special weekend, right? Martin Luther King weekend. And uh, there's some unbelievable football that we'll have. Obviously, as we know, my Steelers will be home for that. Rod's Ravens will be playing albeit potentially, maybe, without Lamar. He'll be there. He'll, he'll be, be done there. on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, but, but they'll be done on Sunday. You remember I told you a couple of weeks ago they were going to lose two straight games to the, For sure. uh, the Bengals. For, if I were a bad man, I'd take ago. the Seattle Seahawks mm -hmm. against the 49ers. I believe that spread is 10.5. I think that's a bit strong. But uh, – you know, I'll yeah. We'll just have to see what happens. That's why they play the game, right? The Kansas City Chiefs never should have beaten the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Or in the regular season this year. Or in the regular season this year. That's right. Well, that was kind of a beatdown, if I remember correctly. Oh, no, it was. Uh, and they shouldn't have done it. And they're <laughs> going to get their revenge in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so... So I, I was about to say, I guess to sign us off, who's who's everybody's Super Bowl prediction? What's gonna be who, what's gonna be the Super Bowl game? Just so we can see how well this ages. I'm gonna go the Kansas City got? Chiefs against the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, that's that's who right. in my heart of hearts I want because I want that beat down. I want that revenge. I'm going I'm going 49ers against the Okay. Beatles. So I would have said that last week, Rod, but after what the Chiefs did to the Raiders, I mean, wow, they've got this guy on the edge now. He's a rookie. Never heard of the guy. And he's getting to the quarterback. You got Chris Jones who led the NFL in sacks from the defensive tackle position. But sixteen who, sacks. Who did the Raiders play? before they played the Chiefs. <laughs> there you That's go. Exactly we finished right. out yes, the sir. season. We finished <laughs> out the season Over with wins a perfect the day. record. <laughs> he wins right. the day with that we, one. We I gotta finished give it up. the season with a perfect record. And by the way, that's incentive to not knock the 49ers out of the playoffs because every team loses the next week. The only scenario this works out is if they get knocked out in the NFC Championship game. That's right. Because the the Chiefs didn't lose their next game, but it wasn't the next week. They had the week right. off. So right. So they'll have the bye week for the two-hand touch uh, or flag football Pro Bowl game. Exactly. So it won't I'm count. pumped about it. That's it. That's yeah. it. 
So I know that, uh, that Drew kicked us off by talking about all the different ways you can follow us. We appreciate all the followers. Don't know what the latest number is. I believe it was 667 or 668 when we started tonight. And uh, what, 1.3, 1.4 million views on one of our segments. So let's get another one for a million, right? Absolutely. So let's you know, follow us on TikTok at Culture of Splife. YouTube at Culture of Splife, Facebook at Culture of Splife, Instagram and Twitter. at so Culture there of Splife. A variety of different ways that you can follow us any way you do. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next Tuesday at 8:30. Until then, enjoy your long weekend and remember that it wouldn't have happened without the great Martin Luther King. <laughs>